Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for January 10th through 14th. We have a couple of things. Uh, we'll get started with an email that we received from Kathy giving us an update about the Alan Quartermain shows. So she just recently discovered the podcast and she's enjoying it very much. Thanks, Kathy. That's some dedication if you just found us and are listening to 11 episodes. <laughs> 12. Of Alan, 12 episodes well, of Alan. There were a couple things I wanted to mention about the Alan Quartermain 411. I know y'all were a little confused about AJ's paternity and those scenes. The scene with the roof falling in on Rick and Monica and the scene where Alan reveals he is AJ's father are two totally different events. Oh, okay. On YouTube, it did not appear that way. No. They took place several months apart. Okay. So not even close. Mm -mm. Obviously, a lot happened in the intervening time period, which I won't get into now. We would totally love to talk about that sometime if you yes. want. Also, the previous injury, and this is what we had talked about with... um. I think we just said it like last week or the week before with the hand injury was from him saving Rick and Monica after the roof collapse that he instigated. Mm -hmm. He was no longer able to be a surgeon and had to go into general practice. And that's why it was so significant. I can't believe this were a couple months apart. Now I'm like, I know that YouTube didn't serve us better. Well, in fairness, it's not even YouTube and it's not like, I mean, these people are the ones that have saved the VHSs, true, transferred them into a format that we are able to even watch it on YouTube. So, and this is why they need to just release all of them, all of them so that we can go back and watch them. Go to disneyplus.com and it says like suggest shows because guess what? Who was it? Bold and the Beautiful? I yes. texted you one of them. One of them is completely available on I think it's Peacock. Wow. No. I didn't, no. 
Paramount? Oh, maybe it was Paramount. I think it was Paramount. Okay. And then I think part of Young and the Restless. Yeah, because they're both CBS, right? Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless are CBS. Sure. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what I text you. Oh, gosh. Really? Yeah. It might take us a couple of days. No. I can search my texts. That That is a nice added bonus that you have. I can't do that. Or if I can, I don't know how to do it. Oh. Paramount Plus has season one of The Bold and the Beautiful. For some reason, seasons two, three, six, nine, 10, 13, 14, 17, 18, 22 are missing. But out of 35, that's really not that bad. And then Young and the Restless isn't the whole series, but current season. But still, I mean, that's a lot of Bold and the Beautiful to have on. So Disney Plus, owned by ABC, mm-hmm. or Disney owns ABC, or just, a- yeah. Disney owns yeah. ABC. So um, you can work on getting those rights. Yeah. For all 58 years of General Hospital. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. I really do want to know why those certain years can't. That like for the bold and beautiful, like why aren't maybe they it's on something there? about paying royalties to people? I know because we talked about that with why they maybe don't go back far enough for our. But they could still get the majority, right, of the seasons up there. But yeah, thank you, Kathy, for the filling in, and we love when you guys write in and fill in, right? Because we honestly don't know pieces, right? So and. Also, welcome to the show. And again, thanks for that dedication to listen to all of that. I stuff. know. <laughs> that was 12 hours of your life. <laughs> at, at least. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that each one of those, mm, there was like one or two. that You still spend a solid 10 hours. Thank you. Yes. I guess maybe we should just do like a little quick recap if we, we do have some new listeners. So, you know, we're a General Hospital fan podcast. We don't do ship wars. We don't get involved in we don't bash the actors only the characters and only the right no we (laughs) we don't bash the writers but we're just like seriously what are they doing we have strong opinions on where they can take the stories yes yeah but we still appreciate everything that they're doing yes that's very well put yes so we like to keep a positive we love the show right you know we have our gripes but we love the show absolutely so welcome and then also i misspoke last week when we were talking with rocky and sarah okay and i said that luke walked into the cafe in amsterdam and tracy was sitting there i was wrong i went back and watched it myself because i like to torture myself with that scene that makes me cry luke was sitting at the table and tracy walked in and found him and he looked up like oh my love didn't say anything and that was it so luke was sitting at the table really do like to torture yourself i also like i don't i need to know if i was right and i admit when i'm wrong yes so and i guess this could maybe get us started this week so i had a thought i was listening to you talk about cyrus and victor working together but then it occurred to me what if the threat that sent martin and laura away wasn't actually cyrus what if it was victor taking advantage of Mm. Cyrus, Cyrus's reputation and everything. And he was using it to his advantage to deflect the blame. And that's who Cyrus is talking about is the bad is family. Is moving in, in and everything. Yep. And the bad I mean, family. That was the- <laughs> you know, his is such <laughs> bad guys. His is such an upstanding organization. But I mean, okay, Cyrus went to jail for the reasons that Cyrus went to jail and he deserves to have gone to jail. Yes. However, now I'm wondering is the quote threat that was supposedly that would make sense sent by cyrus i don't think it was now right cyrus well you can't really tell when cyrus is being sincere but 
that felt a little more sincere when he said it wasn't from him. Yeah. So, well, not just the FBI thing. Right. But then that made me think, well, then who would have even been watching? Because I feel like Victor's people who sent them away probably also were watching to see where they went to continue the threat. So I feel like that was Victor behind it from the get go. Do you think that Marshall's going to end up being some part of Victor's <gasps> stuff too? Do you think that Marshall's going to be know. part of Victor's? I don't know. In one way, I do, <gasps> just because he was talking about oh. it so long ago. But on the other hand, how would he not know that Victor was back and that now is not the time to come back? Wow. So I'm torn there. Because I can't figure out who else he was working for. He just keeps telling Curtis, stop asking questions. I am tired of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Right. By the time we're going to, here's what they've been doing lately. And this is where I think we talked about this with Rocky and Sarah too, with like all the Peter heat and everything. And it's like, it's not that we're not interested. It's they just drag it out by saying, well, I'm not going to tell you. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Like you kill the suspense then. Mm-hmm. By the time we actually find out about Marshall, if, they, we don't care. if they keep having these scenes, we don't care. Right. It was almost the same thing with Wiley, you know, and then how they did it was pretty darn good with having Lucas suddenly not have his memory and then regaining his memory of, you know, from the car accident that he was in because of Brad, like that kind of sparked a little interest. Right. But there was getting to be a point where all of us were like, we don't care anymore. Yeah. Just tell him. And if they don't want to tell us yet, they don't have to. You could show other conversations, like just have TJ and Curtis talking and TJ saying, I'm not going to see him until he's being open and honest with everyone or something like that. It would still move the storyline along, but seeing this man stand there over and over again going, I'm not telling you, stop asking me questions is not helping me. Right. And I actually thought that he was going to talk to him. What he kept saying was he got involved with things that should have been none of his concern. And he tried to mind his own business. I'm sorry. I've (laughs) never accidentally. I'm now a member of the mob. I don't know how it happened. I I just just tripped into it. I'm so sorry. I was just playing this one note. And the guy was like, like your beat. And he's like, okay, here, take this package over there. No, I'm a musician. That's not how this works. Exactly. And there was a even bigger player. And I'm just like, I'm now more confused. But right. Use the names because we don't even know who you're talking about. Or like, what time frame are you even in? Like, we know. Exactly. So like, is this, unless, is this going to tie us into Selena? How I had kind of said, but. Unless, could he have worked for Frank Smith and it's safe to come back now that Luke's dead? <gasps> even though he came back. No! I'm just saying. Did he know that Luke was going to be killed? And that's why it's safe? No, Marshall's been around for longer. Right. Okay. But did he know that was... No, I was going to say, I swear to God, if Marshall is the one who's responsible no, no, no. for this cable accident. Him. Okay. No, Marshall didn't kill him. I mean, I don't really think Luke's dead, but Marshall didn't Neither do, do what right. was supposed to happen right. to make Luke die. But maybe he was aware that it was going to happen. Or it was just safe to come back because Luke wasn't in town. Although Luke's been but gone for But that's been seven while. years, so... I don't know. I, I really I don't, don't know. I want to know who he Six works and for. A half. Someone just tell me who he's working for or who he did work for. There's too many players now. I like the Victor side, but I don't feel like, all right. So can we just cover like the all encompassing? Like, cause so now we're kind of getting into a gray area too, where Victor showed up at Laura's house. I don't know how Laura didn't punch him in the face, but go ahead. And all right. I took a lot of notes cause I'm like, there was a lot of technicalities that I had to pay attention to. 
Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Can't wait to see the Shannon diagrams that are drawn from it. <laughs> Laura says that he has been gone for decades. No, because he was just back a couple years he ago. He died in 2014. And he had been in contact with Nicholas, Spencer, and Lulu. Right. So it's not because I was like, okay, well, maybe he didn't see Laura. Well, I couldn't find anything that he had been. But if he was talking to, to Lulu, then Laura right. knew Lulu's about it. like, um, hi, this guy's back from the dead. Yeah. So he has not been gone for decades. Are uh-uh. we just ignoring 2014? I guess. But so. then Spencer's like, I like Uncle Victor. He's always been nice to me, but he was. In 2014, he gave him the Fabergé egg, which then he gave to Emma to win his heart. So Victor was manipulating ish his yes. great okay. nephew. So is it we are ignoring because Spencer has not been aged up enough to completely eliminate 2014 Victor because uh-uh. it's either he died in the 70s when he quote first died or he died in 2014. It has to be 14. Right. Because it wouldn't make sense that I just didn't Nicholas know if we were he was ignoring around. this. Like when she first said you died decades or people thought you were dead for decades. I was like, all right, cool. We're ignoring the 2014. But then when Spencer brought up that he's always liked him, then you've obviously been right. in and the fact that Andy said that to Laura. So why didn't Laura say, I'm sorry. How did you meet him? I thought he's, he's been, been dead, dead for decades. Since- yeah. But no, you have to account for 2014 because if not, how did Nicholas know to reach out to him for help? Yes. Or how yes. would he have kept track of Nicholas? Yes. So who are these people that thought that he was dead for decades? Mm. Maybe Laura just meant he wasn't around. <gasps> 2014. Oh, maybe he, she meant the 80s and 90s and the early 2000s. Okay. But again, you wouldn't skip that. That doesn't work. She you wouldn't say it like that. The way the impression I was under was that she meant we are just now finding out that exactly. you're alive, having been dead for decades. for decades. And yet it's been no six years, seven. Okay. Six. Yeah, she missed. I'm not there. good at math. It's been six. <laughs> I mean, it depends on exactly what month and all that stuff. So yes, ish, ish. There we go. Yeah, no, she misspoke. That was wrong. Yeah. I had not thought about Marshall having a connection to there somewhere. Are we sticking with Victor? Go ahead. Him going to see Austin about Brooklyn. Why would Austin tell him anything? Right. I feel like, first of all, dude, you just got in trouble for HIPAA violations. Mm-hmm. Granted, Brooklyn is not a patient. patient. Right. However, and he can tell that he's evil at a different level than Valentine is. Yes. Working with Valentine to get revenge is totally different than working with Victor. And he is well aware of that. So why he'd give any information, especially when he's walking around saying how much he cares about Maxie, you would not be putting her in danger by bringing up the Brooklyn Maxie connection. Right. Oh, I was glad that he said Maxie because for a minute I thought they were going to try to put him and Brooke together. Brooke, what the heck him and Brit together as more than just friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, no. I want them to stay as a cute friend couple, right. not an actual couple. Right. They need to be the threes company, not. <laughs> My sister would love you for saying that. She loves threes company. Really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Val. One more thing we got in common. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It just doesn't, that, that didn't make any sense, that whole part of it. So is Brad Chrissy then? And Austin's Janet? <laughs> I don't know. Stop. We are not talking about threes company. <laughs> Stop. Come and knock on my door. Oh my God. I've got a patient for you. Wow. Where the blood test is, his and his and his dad. I don't know. 
Oh my. Once again, I promise Shannon has not had any adult beverages this time. No. Nope. She's just very musically inclined. Aww. <laughs> well, the one thing that I loved about this week was there was a lot of crossover between characters that we don't typically, like, everybody was crossing over with yes. everybody. I loved it. All right. Where do you want to go next? Mm, I'm torn between my dislike of anything Esme, which I don't really enjoy the teen sex scenes because we're old now but that couch looks so uncomfortable mm-hmm. that was last week was that last week or this no, week that was this week oh, oh, oh spencer and spencer and esme, esme. yeah, she yeah like, that let's just... let's make use of the fact that we're here by ourselves right, right before victor showed up yeah and he's like on top of her but that couch is straight there was no pillow behind her head that was all i was focused on for that moment it was not the fact that they were trying to hook up i was like ow her neck stop doing that so that's just how old I am now, huh? Um, <laughs> that is not going to be the title of the show. <laughs> Ow, my I neck! Am, <laughs> I'm not getting that picture. And Ow, my neck! Um, no, but I agree. That was definitely very, I don't know, it's awkward. It is. It's like they're trying to make the kids be sexy, but they don't know how to do it. And I don't know how they lost that because when we were teenagers and we had this kid's sex scenes the teen sex scenes it felt we can still go back and watch lucky and liz in the boxcar and and not feel weird right yeah it's because we there's no there's no romance there's no they don't have the kids falling in love okay you know we don't think about it think about okay liz and lucky have a completely different storyline but i mean we watched robin and stone go from bickering to love Mm -hmm. to their whole relationship Mm -hmm. you know we watched that with lucky and liz and even nicholas and emily we watched her as a young girl having this crush on him and them developing through being friends and like we've seen it a little bit with joss and cam i do feel like they've been robbed of a lot of it because of covid right they weren't able to we saw it with joss and oscar we did we saw them completely fall in love and although like when they went to Niagara Falls or whatever, you know, we were hoping that that scene didn't happen. Right. Just because we knew he was dying. Yes. And yeah. It just feels so forced with Esme. Like, I don't believe that they've been doing this for months and months and months, just seeing them together. It's so right. weird. They're and- not even affectionate towards each other. Right. When. Right. They don't like hold hands and like snuggle and stuff it's just like oh we're home alone let's hook right. up or even when we see just the two of them together because i mean that's where you that's where we fall in love with the character like with the relationships is seeing them in their private moments mm-hmm. but when we see spencer and esme in their private moments they're scheming they're yeah i've never seen why they like each other right you know it's and this is why like at one point i did root for peter and maxi because we saw them together privately and it was sweet. Yeah, there was chemistry there. You know, so. Yeah, this is just all wrong. Although she confronted Spencer about seeing Trina. Yes. Ooh. When were you going to tell me what, or what did Trina have? When were you going to tell me she was there? But that was a typical like, boy response because he didn't invite Trina. So he no. was like, yeah, I was going to mention it to you. It's not a big deal. Right. And I felt like it really wasn't. He wasn't trying to hide something from her. In right. fact, he was annoyed that Trina is going to oversee his probation or whatever it is restitution yeah. but her trying to stand up to laura yeah 
That girl well, does not just, know who she's messing with. Even just when um Victor was talking and he was like, we're family. We need to stay together, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, even Ava. And Esme was like, <clears throat> and he was like, oh, yeah, Esme, too. And then later on, he's talking and he's like, women will come and go. I'm like, exactly. You're not family. Don't tell her she's right. family when she's not. Right. But I was glad that Kevin was on to her. was like, let's go for coffee and don't sit mm-hmm. here and try to pretend like, you know, stuff, girlfriend. I did like that she kind of called him out and was like, okay, seriously, you're not going to be able to psychoanalyze me right true, now. True, true. I can't wait to see her reaction, though, when she finds out that she's not allowed Ryan. I Ryan. know. Because how is she going to explain that? She's going to go to... Because I don't think Spencer is aware of her connection mm-hmm. or want to have connection with Ryan. No, I don't think so either. So she's going to have no one to vent to about it. Maybe she'll say something to Harmony. And then Harmony will say something to Alexis because Alexis is a Cassidine. And then mm. it'll get like back into there. And then Alexis will help out Spencer mm-hmm. and be like, um, yeah, so here's the deal. Right. Your girlfriend's your girl's crazy. trying to hang out with Ryan. <laughs> yeah. And I think that Spencer would listen to Alexis because, mm-hmm. hmm, oh, I like that thread. That makes sense. I like it. Well, oh, Laura talking to Sunny. That was awesome. That was heartbreaking it was awesome i mean yes but it was just it was heartbreaking but in a a totally appropriate way right she told him about luke and then she kind of had the conversation with him of let's be real here what's going on with nina Mm -hmm. does carly have reason to be concerned right she was totally old school laura with sunny yes that's what it was yes although right before that scene Again, we had just talked about this with Rocky and I feel like Rocky and Sarah's chat mm-hmm. was like full of premonitions that came true this week. Right. That we didn't, we talked to them last Sunday and then Monday, Sonny's cleaning up the glass after mm-hmm. we just said, Sonny never cleans up his glass. But yeah, I don't know. I like how she got out of him that something was wrong, you know, and that, yeah, you can't hide it from Laura. They're too good a friend. No. Totally appreciate that Sonny is trying to win Carly over with food though. Yes. Yes, I mean, delicious food. However, he wanted her to make, he wanted her to taste the sauce, right? Uh Uh-huh. Because he thought that it might be a little bit off. Mm -hmm. However, if you look on the table, like on the kitchen island, there's an entire, I'm assuming, lasagna. Right. For which that sauce had already been used. Yep. And then he had to tell Carly about Luke, but mentioned that Lucas was helping Bobby. That was good. So, yay, Lucas is around. Lucas is around, yes. Lucas and Robin know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yay. Very happy with that. Who did Laura, did Laura say it to Sunny that she doesn't know why the loss of Luke hurts so much? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was to Sunny. Like, duh. <laughs> All right. My ex and I have been not together for 18 years. Yeah. I would still be not happy. happy. Like, I, right. He's the father of your children. <laughs> and anyone that you have a past like that with, even if they didn't have kids together, they were in a relationship for 20 some years. Right. You don't just they conquered the world. Feeling. They went on all yeah. their adventures. You know that's not and it totally. I like the way she said it. I just like knowing he was out there somewhere. Yeah. yeah, there is not a single thing that that man would not still do for her. Right. If she needed him, if she called and said, "Luke, I'm in trouble," he'd be there. he'd be there in a heartbeat. It'd be the same thing as if it's something happened to Scott. Right. You know. Yeah, I don't know why they made I'm her so, say that, but I'm so glad that she has these guys in her life that are like, seriously, you don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin is super supportive of yes, it's okay, <laughs> right? I love Kevin and his commitment and mm-hmm. comfort in their relationship. He's like yes, 
you know, we have crazy Cassidine showing up at our house, but that's okay. I got your back. I'll take a away for coffee and you handle this. Right. And he's not, he's not a loud man, but he has like a really good authority in his voice because right. he wasn't, he wasn't, be, he must be a really good, you know, therapist at his job, you know, because he didn't, the way that he said to Esme, we're going to get coffee. It was not a question. Right. He said it as a question. Right. Like, what do you think about this? But it was like, no, honey, we are going to get coffee. <laughs> you are not staying here. In case you don't know, right. you're not. Yes. I was happy with them. I was not happy with Carly this week going to Nina. I think that showed total weakness. Absolutely. Why would you give Nina that one up to know that you're threatened by her? Mm-mm. Right. Even if I am, I'm never going to tell but you. Nina's response. Just so you know, because you came here today, if he comes, I will allow it. And then she slapped her because don't tell me that you're going to try to screw around with my husband. Right. Oh, right. I felt that. I need to slap you. Mm-hmm. But she she was asking for it by going there. And I don't feel like that's a Carly thing either. Carly doesn't admit no. weakness. No. If, if that was right when she had just first found out. Right. Then yes. Or if Nina had approached her at the Metro court, then maybe that yes. same conversation would have happened. But her seeking Nina out right. would not have happened. I agree. And I was super, super, super disappointed in Ava. If I could give like negative stars, she would have a thousand of them. Because not only should you not be encouraging your friend to go after a married man, but Avery. I don't care what you feel about Carly. You're not going to take Avery away from Mama Carly. Right. You're going to fight for their relationship because that's what's best for your child. And she just kept going on and on of, oh, yeah, if he must still love you if Carly came here. And I'm not saying she was wrong for what she was saying from Carly's side, because that's the mm-hmm. whole reason Carly shouldn't have gone. But to say that to Nina and encourage the relationship, you are going to hurt your daughter if they end up divorced. Yep. And Carly's trying to do everything to keep them okay as she's coming in and out of the house so that everything seems normal. Yes. So, mm-mm. bad Ava. But then Willow going to see Nina and Nina actually apologized to her, mm-hmm. which I thought was amazing. And then Willow's actually trying to help her figure out a way. I would, were you following what she was saying? Cause I was kind of confused by the, just give up your rights and I'll make sure that you see him. I think she was saying essentially what Ava was saying, which made sense on that part of the conversation of the more you push, the more you're not going to get what you want. So if you try to show that you're looking, out for the best interest of Wiley, then you will eventually get rewarded. Not as fast as the court could give it to you, but it'll be a stronger bond because it won't be forced and you won't have the animosity from Michael every time you come to pick him up. Do you think that Nina is going to wind up telling Carly or Michael that Willow's on her side? I hope not. That's the ultimate betrayal. I mean, I kind of feel bad for Willow. I feel like Willow is trying to be a peacekeeper, be a mediator. She's trying to look out for Wiley. Right. You know, the he person does love that. his grandma. Right. And so you have to put your issues aside and let the kid, Nina would never hurt him. And I was going to say, I'm like, like, as long as it's a safe environment yes. for the child. Right. Although at the beginning, I don't blame them for keeping him away from Nina. Right. Because who would have known stuff about Nell? That was crazy. Right. But now I think that she's good enough, even if it needs to just be like supervised. Right. Visits. Exactly. We're meet grandma exactly. at the park and whatever. That's yep. what I would stick with. So that's kind of just where I was like a little bit confused, but okay. I don't know that she's going to win against Michael though. I know what she thinks she's going to accomplish and that 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 really is her intention, but Mm -hmm. Michael's pretty not moving when it comes to the Nina stuff. 
And then Valentine said no to Nina. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. She, she didn't know, know what to do. It was so hot. She did not know what to do. She's like, but, um, and he's like, yep, nope. She's like, you've really changed. She's like, mm-hmm, bye. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should change and quit being so ridiculous trying to take somebody else's husband. Ugh. So he's mine, Sarah. He's <laughs> mine. It doesn't, matter. it doesn't matter what he would have said or how he would have said it. Your reaction would still be, mm, yes, Valentine. So that is not true. Uh-huh. You would have been like, he was totally wrong, but he still looks so <laughs> sexy being wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Back to Harmony, her basically setting Sam straight on. Yeah. Who she was and owning up to everything she did. If Sam, who manipulated men and stole their savings Uh Uh and did all of those things, can change into a loving mother in a nice relationship with a police officer, then why can Harmony... I'm so sorry. Detective. They will get crappy with you, too. Oh, really? So sorry. Detective. Then why is it that Harmony can't have changed also? Sam's mistakes are allowed. Sam reminds me of some people I know. That's not how it works. Either everyone can change or no one can change. Can't have it both ways. And I really do feel like Harmony is remorseful about everything that she did. And I mean, that... I hate what they did with that storyline. Yeah. Neil should have worked with Christina on coming out of it. He could have also helped Harmony coming out of it. And I bet he could have possibly worked with Willow and Harmony and healing their relationship. Yes. Because, yes, Harmony was an adult. However, people wind up in cults because of a variety of different reasons. But Right. She was missing something in her life that she yeah. thought that was going to give her, that yeah. she felt she was getting from it. Even though her her actions were completely wrong, she still had good intentions. She truly believed she was helping these girls, right. including her daughter. Yep. A lot to work through, but it was never, oh, I'm doing this to hurt you. Mm. And I don't think that at the time, even though looking back now, yeah, she was drugging them. I don't think she saw it as I am drugging them. It was, it was part of the ritual. It was part of the, you know, whatever. I mean, we could do like an entire, there are many, 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 many podcasts about cults. It's not like Harmony was just going around drugging girls and selling them off or something like that. She was definitely accomplice an accomplice but she was also uh, she was also a partial victim right right you know and she served her time she did what she needed to do yes all about the rehab exactly Mm -hmm. i can understand sam speaking of which why does alexis keep going to a bar sorry did not (laughs) i don't understand that either i can't help we have kelly's we have that other coffee shop Let's keep going to Charlie's and not seeing our daughter. Right. And not ordering food. It's not like you're saying they have this amazing dish that right. I can only get there. I need the French dip. Which even then you could probably do takeout. But okay, if you actually needed the food that only comes from there. No, she sits at the bar and stares at liquor. <laughs> it's not a healthy way of dealing. Right. Ugh. I don't want a French dip now. I'm sorry. Are you sorry? <laughs> I can't get that for you. Like, poof, here's a French dip for you. But I did like Maxie and Felicia drinking Duluth. Yes. And being like, we have to drink something strong and being like, oh my gosh, how do you drink this? All right, let's go get. I want to know what they were drinking though. It had pineapple and lime. Yes. And the pretty little umbrella. Yes. That should be in our cookbook, one uh-huh. of our drinks. Yes, yes, yes. 
I liked them together, even though it's hard to accept Felicia being there because she's so hit or miss. Yeah. But I guess Maxie's older now, so maybe. Except- and then she went and had tea with Anna. Maxie's like getting all her drinks in. Well, yes, <laughs> like, yes. She's like, can you guys quit asking me questions well, about my daughter? Alexis could go to the Metro Court. Yep. You know, yes, there is a bar there, but it's not it's like... It's an actual restaurant, yeah. Right. Well, so is Charlie's, but it's a Charlie's pub. A pub, even though it's public house. I, when you hear pub, it's automatically associated with drinks. Yeah. And as a recovering alcoholic, especially a so freshly recovering alcoholic, I would think... still severely struggles. Yes. I would think you'd only go to establishments that do not serve alcohol. Well, back to Curtis and Marshall. I really thought that Marshall was going to say that he had an addiction problem. And then that would have really had him and Curtis be able to tie that bond together Mm -hmm. because Curtis has is a recovering addict as well. Right. And so and it that would have been an amazing, yes, it would have been an amazing opportunity for them to at least be able to maybe bond over anything. Any, yeah. Other than this crap of, I just can't tell you anything. I worked for bad people on accident. And we knew that Cyrus steals drugs. So like, that's the thing. Like, why aren't we talking about what they're dealing? I'm going to go back to, I like what, everything that you said. Thank you. Because I feel like if they had said whatever the thing is, mm-hmm. if they had said it, We'd know. Yep. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that we clarified anything there. I if it had we said it, we'd know. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> but I know what you meant. <laughs> Hopefully all of our listeners speak <laughs> Shannon and Amanda by now. <laughs> the other day when you just sent me like a random picture and I'm like, are you trying to tell me? And you're like, yep. yeah. So we got more. <laughs> because you sent me a video to watch. <laughs> And I hadn't watched it. So I sent you the picture and I was going to send the text right after, but I got distracted by your video. So I watched your video and it was longer than I expected it to be. And so by the time that I came back to the text, you would text back and we're like, so you're saying we should? And I'm like, yes, thank you. Loved it. Beautiful. We were on Felicia and Maxie yes. originally. Ooh. So Felicia going to Peter. Yeah. I, I did not like the scene because I feel like Felicia is strong and determined and she was kind of letting peter take the easy punches there he was letting her she was letting him see her vulnerable side exactly and i understand it's about getting her granddaughter back and she was trying to go in there pretending like she cared about him a little bit too so maybe he would give her some info but if that didn't work with maxi or any of those other people it wasn't going to work with felicia and instead he just got to like really twist the knife talking about where were you at princess and you were the one that wasn't here whenever your daughter got killed like i out loud was like ow that's right? really hurtful and he's like yeah you know what we talked about in bed oh what yeah. a bad mom you were it, okay he did not say that's what they talked about because i can't picture well no i can picture maxi calling felicia out on it because it happened at georgie's funeral but the maxi now right. i can't picture but i can picture her being upset saying why isn't my mom here i really wish my mom was here right you know? I, I feel like so, there's definite things about all of us with our parents that if we're talking about raising our kids, we want to do something differently. Right. And so I'm sure she did make that comment, not as evilly as he made it sound, but I'm sure she did make that comment. Right. And to put it in there with all that was just, well, even ow. getting in Felicia's head. Cause I mean, like I just mentioned at Georgie's funeral, Maxie let her have it. Oh yeah. And Maxie's not really one to um <laughs> hold back. Yeah. So I think for Peter to insinuate that there were things Maxie was upset about that she was not telling Felicia, 
He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's definitely he a mastermind. He playing those mind games. And I'm not going to start singing John Lennon right now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I you know that he has- <laughs> I think we already had enough Shannon karaoke with the new um, Three's Company song that we don't need. Oh, but Brit- Brad being so upset that Brit had a new wingman. Yes. That was cute. And admitting that he is scared of his aunt. Yeah. Not just feeling like he owes her for helping him get out. Yeah. That was good. I so like he that. didn't know he was poisoning Peter. He just knew that he had to deliver a certain tray, but then put two and two together once he was there. Right. Okay. I still feel like that's not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, it, you know what I mean? It is a big deal. I am <laughs> never eating anything you bring me. I expect my Girl Scout cookies to come directly from the box, bring the case over here, okay. and unpack it in front of me. Okay. And I will choose my boxes randomly. Okay. I have no reason to knock you off. That's true. I'm not your beneficiary for your nope. life insurance. I have How no do reason you know? to knock you off. <laughs> I've secretly gone through your paperwork on your desk when you went upstairs. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you mean my desk that has a beautiful picture of baby Yoda that your daughter drew me? Yes. And- I assume that your life insurance policy is right, right behind, behind that. <laughs> so I looked and saw it was not me. Um, <laughs> you mean it's my husband and my kids? <laughs> what? <laughs> I joke with Ryan about that all the time because um, my ex had a nice life insurance policy because of his line of work or whatever. And Ryan just has like a normal one. So whenever he makes jokes about me knocking him off, I'm like, no, you're not worth it. You need to up your life insurance before we're there. Oh, dear, Ryan. So just stating some facts, man. All right. <laughs> not going to take in all the stuff I learned from GH to do anything <laughs> bad. That's not worth my time. Come on. Exactly. You have priorities. I don't think I'd get a makeup artist in prison or get put in a minimum security (laughs) day (laughs) camp, pretty much. Anyway. Back to the show. Back to the show. Yes. This all came from you singing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it came from me not singing. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Um... We were talking about Felicia. Oh, no. We were talking about Brit and Brad in the office. Brit and Brad in the office. Do you want my nerd moment? Oh, geez. Go ahead. All right. So all the books in Brit's office. Uh Uh-huh. Because I noticed one and I was like, wait, what? Because it was very clearly the last of the Mohicans. Okay. So she has all these books like on her and like a couple of them are medical guides. Okay. But then she has my long trip home, some book by Rush Limbaugh. Home's Medical Guide, By the IOSC, Into the Dim, and those were in the Last of the Mohicans were the only ones that I could read the title of. So now I'm just totally confused. You're such a dork. By <laughs> You're such Brits. a dork. Did you like pause it and rewatch the same thing 20 I might times have, to write I might have down? paused it and zoomed in. Oh my goodness. And took a pic took a video and then zoomed in to oh read what it was. I should have just I was watching upstairs on my smaller TV. I should have done it down here on the big one. Mm -hmm. Darn it. Now you know for future reference. When I need to read a book title. Wow. Use the downstairs TV. These are all books that uh, Liesl gave her before she started giving her dating certificates. (laughs) So they just went on the office shelf. She didn't even bother to take them home. Okay. But it's a very broad. That is. Brit's like that. She wants to know a little bit of everything. There we go. Okay. Okay. Very intelligent woman. I like it. You know that someone just like happened to get them for like a dollar, right. a Goodwill or something, and they wound up on the shelves not thinking. Who 
there's some crazy girls in Pittsburgh that are going to zoom in. No, on no, this. not crazy girls. Mm-mm. Nope, I did not zoom in. Crazy. <laughs> there's one crazy woman in Pittsburgh that is zooming in. <laughs> I'm not your partner in crime on this one. I'm sorry. It's not even a crime. It's just a <laughs> your partner in crazy. How about that? <laughs> you are my partner in crazy. <laughs> or we would not be doing this podcast. True. I don't know that I have anything else, though. What else do you have? You had Mike, way more notes than Michael me. and Sonny. Oh, yeah. First of all, he really asked where his mom, who owns a hotel, is saying, saying i'm really concerned she's going to be homeless <laughs> yes there's no options for her None. <sighs> but i like that sunny is like so adamant like i am not letting i didn't like this. different scene didn't like when donna and avery were like we'll take our pill if you take yours daddy i don't like that he's not taking his medicine and i don't like where this is possibly going to go because i'm sorry he did not take medicine for how long when he was mike right that doesn't say much for Nina. The only way he's going to be with you is if he's unmedicated. Like, that's not right when he needs those meds. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you think that's what's going to happen? Yeah. Is he's going to go off off his meds and, and he's going to go Carly's- into a manic episode and yeah. go with Nina? Yeah. I don't think Carly would, or I don't think Nina would. Really? If he's, if, if we, what we have seen of Sonny in his manic state before is very obvious. You have more faith in Nina than I do. I think she would jump for it. His manic state's kind of scary though. But is the is like what I'm saying like I don't feel like she would even feel comf- comforted. But you can have a manic state in the other direction where you're just so more happy amorous. and excited and everything we're going to do is so much fun. And if he's like that with her, she's going to be like, "Oh, the happy Mike is back. Sure, let's jump into bed." Huh. Have we ever seen him? I don't feel like we've ever i feel like anytime we've ever seen him in a manic state it has been the more the the depressed one yeah but that doesn't mean that he couldn't swing the other way interesting i think she'll totally take advantage of it but she wouldn't know that she's taking advantage of it she didn't take advantage of him when he was drunk and she totally could have but that's different because that's a limited time and she did stop she did stop when they were in nixon falls but that was because she felt like he didn't know who he was well he didn't know who he was here he would know he who knows he, is. he is. All the inhibitions are. Yeah. And- I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that instead she's a stand-up person and is like, no, you need to go take your meds. We're going to get you back in treatment and help you out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because that's what a good person would do. But if she has freaking Ava whispering in her ear about, oh, yeah, it'd be great. You guys can get together. Everything will be fine. Yeah. Then. Okay. Mm, I, I think, think she's going to take advantage. I hadn't thought that far ahead. Okay. Martin is Tracy's attorney and until she fires him and is letting him know or her know that her name does not mean no consequences. Yeah. And Alexis won't cooperate with the charges. So therefore, and I looked it up for some reason, the phrase only comes up in regards to not for some reason, but, um, sexual assault. Yeah. The police officers can still pursue. Right. However, I feel like that technicality should still apply mm-hmm. with... It's like what they just did with Sonny. Once Sonny said, no, I don't feel like it was a crime, then it wasn't a crime, but it was still a crime. Right. So I don't understand why they're not prosecuting her. But I also get like, what would we get from that storyline wise? Right. It's not going to take us anywhere good. So Alexis dropped it. And it shows the growth and that Alexis is having. Yeah. Not 
for Tracy. Exactly. And not for Ned, because we're not getting back into that whole loop of Ned and no. Alexis being anything more than just friends. No. So. I did like Brooklyn apologizing to Austin. Oh, her and Tisa are moving in. Yes. Mm. I'm liking mm-hmm. that. Can we have a lot more shower scenes, please? Sorry. Everyone else is thinking it. You can shake your head, but you just mmmed <laughs> all over Valentine. I can say we need Chase to take more showers. That baby needs to be like spitting up on him and stuff. I so like he has more to than go. their bodies. I like them. I like Chase besides his body. I'm just <laughs> a little more interested if he has his shirt off. So are we going to get Sam and Drew possibly having a reconnection versus Carly and Drew having, like, is it going to come down to which one are we going to be wondering, is Sam going to fall back in love with Drew? And do you know that Cameron Matheson's only three inches taller than Bill? Okay, I had two nerd moments. I had three nerd moments this week. He's only three inches taller. Doesn't he look so much taller than Billy Miller, though? He does. Like, I feel like, I mean, Billy Miller's not short, but... They're just built completely different. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, I would prefer to see him with Sam because I love all the scout moments. And I really like oh, mm-hmm. the drawing. Yeah. I like, <laughs> so cute. I like all that. And it feels genuine between them that there's a spark where with Carly, it just feels like they're friends. And I feel like it's a replacement. If it happens, it's a replacement because like she said, or she said, or he said, um, she now gets a second chance of getting to know him without Jason. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm good with them being friends. And that's where he seemed like he was trying to be with her this week of, no, you can talk to me. Seriously. What's up? Come on. Yeah. Then romantically would be. Oh, Liz and Finn in the ring. Could it have been Jake? I'd even think about that. Could Jake be having mixed feelings? And then that's how. I feel like it's going to be something stupid. Like they really did think that she just forgot to put it back on and put it in her coat pocket. Mm -hmm. It's not some big mystery. That was really anticlimactic. I know. <laughs> like, I just, yep, you found your ring. Okay, that might have been it. I cut you off with the Sonny Michael stuff because I went to Avery and them. Oh, but... no, that's okay. And Dante walked in. The end. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did ask him, are you sure you're okay? Because he was acting a little crazy. Right. But until they realize he's not taking his meds. I think Dante's going to be the one to watch it. To watch him. You think? And to pay attention. I hope so. That would be nice. Yes. I like Dante. I just don't like him with Sam. Yep. We don't have to keep saying it. I know. That's true. Yeah, that's it, I think. Okay. Do, do, do. Reality check. So what's your reality check? Someone back to school. The end. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep saying the end. The end? This is the end. <laughs> I thought we said karaoke was over, but okay. I have covered Three's Company, John Lennon, and The Doors. Gold star for Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's your gold star? I don't know. Maybe Brooklyn, because she really was trying to make amends. Yes. And to make everything, you know, nice because she sees that there's sparks between Maxie and Austin and she doesn't want to lose what her and Maxie have even once everything comes out with the baby. Very good. Okay. I will get that. Now do your reality check. I went to a night at the races last night, which I was happy to be back to somewhat normal. It was super small. So hopefully everyone was as safe as they can be. I didn't really win a ton, but it was just nice. It was Ryan's first night at the races. So, yeah, see, you should have came. I invited you. You didn't want to come. But, and I had to make fun of him because we bought tickets for the raffle baskets. And I always go to the lottery one and put like as many tickets as I can in the lottery one. Yeah. Well, he put a ticket in every single one and he won a stack of games. And I'm like, seriously, we do not need any more crap in the house. 
And he's like, yes, this is great. So he brought it home and the kids started fighting over who wanted what. And I was like, oh, geez. Aww. So it was cute. But yeah, besides that, I don't know. There was some family drama going on on the kid's dad's side. So Friday night, we had a girl's sleepover in my room and kicked him out and had um, we all bought candy and we watched this new Cinderella movie that's on Netflix and snuggled in my bed. And what new Cinderella? I don't know. It's called Netflix. it's Cinderella, but it was like the fairy godmother wasn't a godmother. She was a guy. And um, it was more like in today's mindset of she didn't need to marry the man for him to take mm-hmm. care of her. She was going to take care of herself. So it was cute. It was decent. And it worked for the age group of my kids because it was still appropriate for Madeline, but, but the older kids were enough. interested. Yeah. They, they used um, old songs. Like they sang rhythm nation and material girl. So yeah. I hate that those are old they songs. They're old songs. But it like held everyone's attention then because yeah. it was new and different and whatever. So we sat and ate snacks and watched Cinderella. And then the big girls got sidetracked like they do. And so Madeline was the only one that stayed the night in my bed, but we fell asleep watching Annie. And so I was so happy because I love the fact that she loves Annie because that's the best movie ever. So. Still have to watch Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. All right. I, I never looked it. to see what Leslie and Warren said when Stuart Damon passed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll mark that down as my homework. There you go. Okay. But anyway, yeah. So a pretty, on my side of everything, a pretty boring week just taking care of the kids. Definitely did not have a boring week, but just about the only thing I really want, not really want to say. I just had a crazy, just lots of moving parts. My daughter was learning remotely. That's stressful. So that throws anything, a wrench yeah. in a bajillion things. So, but you survived and she goes back on Tuesday. I did. Yay. Hopefully, 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 hopefully goes back on Tuesday. So the problem is her school services dozens of districts. Right. And I don't know how it is with the rest of the country, but there's a transportation shortage mm-hmm. in Southwest Pennsylvania. And it's in their IEPs, like the school has to provide transportation for these kids. Mm-hmm. Well, then also, if the staff is out, because of the type of school she goes to, they don't get act, they don't have access to substitutes the right. way that public schools do. You have to be specifically certified and trained to work for her school. Mm-hmm. So it was a culmination of three things that right. led to it. So yes, it was the increase in COVID cases in um, the area, but also dependable transportation and staffing and yeah. not just staffing in the way that is an issue across the board. Mm-hmm. It's like extra difficult because why wouldn't it be for you? Of course. <laughs> so, but yeah, and then we just had last week home with my son and he went back today and just texted while we were recording that he made it to school safe because we're expecting yes a massive snowstorm big snowstorm and where he goes typically gets yeah double what we get so right. we were like okay you have to leave early and he was home for a month so it was great i just yeah you'll never be ready for him to leave no 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 i learned that from my manager actually this week because her son is Oh, I don't even know if he's 30, late 20s. I mean, he's he's older. Like, he's he's an adult. Yeah. <laughs> and we were having our business meeting, and he called. And she's like, hold on a second. It's him. Aww. And she's like, my heart's still scared. I was like, oh, my gosh. Is that never going to go away? Like, he'll call me while I know he's out. And my first thought is, what's wrong? Right. Because he started doing DoorDash and Instacart and stuff. And oh, that's cool. He did get in a car accident a couple of years. So I think a years ago that 
I think that that's my go-to is, right. Of course he's out driving and he's going to, you know, yeah. So these cell phones are great, but at the same time, it's like, no, I remember my very first accident. I still went to the store and then like came home and was like, <laughs> so this happened. Yeah. You know, but you had time to process before you shared it. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so that was it. But I'm excited that this Thursday is Port Charles 411. Why haven't we talked about this yet? I don't know because we've talked around it. Like this happens here, this happens there, but we've never done a full layout of what's going on. Yeah. We're talking about the hospital, you know, where everything (laughs) takes place pretty much. And again, kind of ties back to Rocky and Sarah because Rocky was paying attention to the floors. I know. Thank you for the great idea. So we did have another thing planned for this week that should hopefully be next week. Yes. Things just happened and it's totally going to be worth it. Yes. And we're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We haven't been watching a bajillion YouTube videos. And then it's like, well, we could do the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Rocky, for the idea. I love that he was paying attention to the floors. Yes. All right. So join us here on Thursday. We will talk about the hospital. Have a good week. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer54Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.